Did you miss the 4KQ Brekkie show this morning? this morning with Vanessa Gibson. Wonderful, wonderful news. I don't think anyone wants to see the demise of our beautiful furry koalas. They're just gorgeous. And a a group of UQ researchers, they've turned around the fate of a a certain koala colony right here in Brizzy. Let's have a chat to UQ's Koala Ecology Group's Dr. Sean Fitzgibbon. Good morning, Dr. Good morning, Laurel. Especially after those devastating fires, I think all of Australia was just heartbroken by some of the images. But closer to home, we have a little bit of an issue. We're pretty happy that we've got a good news story here because we we think we've been able to turn around the situation for one population and demonstrate that this can be done in other ways. So what is the main problem for the koalas? Every time you you hear about koalas uh, being ill, it's chlamydia. Is that the problem? Yes, that's right. It's the main disease process in koalas and it it causes all sorts of terrible things for them. They can go blind, they can become infertile, they get urogenital tract infections. That means they they can't hold their urine in anymore, so they get scalding on their their rumps. Yeah, it's really nasty and it can be a major cause of population decline. Doctor, is it a matter of giving them some kind of drug to help them out? Yes, we can. We can treat them successfully in captivity if we're able to catch that diseased koala from the wild. But it's not an easy process and the wildlife hospitals that do this, they have to work very hard at it. It takes at least a month and often it involves daily injections of antibiotics. So it's not easy. It's not a quick fix. And you're talking about somewhere very, very close uh, to us at Carindale. Yeah, that's right. And, and I grew up there, so I'm actually really connected to the bushland around there and along Galimba Creek. It's a patch of about 100 hectares of bush adjacent to the Gateway Motorway there. People are probably familiar with it. Now, you've had some success in a, a relatively small area. How do you spread this out to the rest of Australia? We've been very systematic about trying to get into that population and find every koala. And, and the vet on our team, Dr Amber Gillett, she gives them a, a thorough clinical examination. She anaesthetises them in the field. And we're able to get a really good understanding of the level of disease and get those sick koalas treated straight away. There's so many dedicated koala groups out there, um, rescuers, that will go and respond to call-ins from concerned community members when a sick koala is found, but it's, that's very opportunistic. It's, it's a very ad hoc approach, but, you know, we've got to start trying new things for koalas because you probably heard they just recently had their listing upgraded, so things aren't going well. Our current strategies need to be improved. We do acknowledge this won't work on huge scales. You, you can't apply this approach to thousands of hectare national parks because you, it would just be impossible to find all those koalas. On smaller scale, in, in particularly in Brisbane and other LGAs around Brisbane where we've got little pockets of koalas still surviving, it's actually a very achievable approach. And, and that's what we're advocating is that we need some funding to have this more systematic approach to treating those populations. Wonderful work that you're doing. I've actually just been reading up all about it at the University of Queensland website from UQ's Koala Ecology Group. Dr Sean Fitzgibbon, thanks so much for your time this morning and thanks so much for what you're doing for our beautiful koalas. Thank you all for the chat. Thank you. Yeah, it's really nice. Let's help them out and keep them going. The Classic Hits 4KQ Brekkie Show. Laurel, Gary and Mark. Listen live on the iHeartRadio app from 5.30 weekdays.